0: Hello, my INTP friends. Welcome to Cosmic Calibration. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about what is extroverted feeling to INTPs. You may have noticed that we've been going kind of through a series, and I haven't been doing these introductions, but... um, This series is essentially meant to go through the four cognitive functions and help to explain what they are and how they manifest for INTPs specifically. So hopefully you will listen to the rest of the show and let me know what you think. There is a message uh, button here on the podcast uh, description. You can click in there to send a voice message if you have any questions, and I certainly would love to answer your questions on the air, so feel free to, to call in and, and answer, ask those questions. Uh, you can also check out, these are all excerpts from YouTube videos that I've posted, so if you go to youtube.com slash D O P E A M I N E TV, that is where the, uh, the video versions of these are. And then you can also go to bit.ly slash cosmic calibration, all lowercase to sign up for your free exclusive INTP breakdown 2.0 video where I go into like a 45 minute rant about uh, my current understanding of INTPs and how to help you guys grow. So enjoy this episode. What is extroverted feeling to INTPs? Let's hit the button and let's do the thing. Let's go. Okay. Everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine. I am Christian Rivera, your Cosmic Calibrator, and I help INTPs connect to themselves and the universe through personality typology. And uh, we're wrapping up this four-part series talking about the cognitive functions of INTPs, and uh, we've gotten to the one that is probably the most contested and challenging for INTPs, and that is. EXTROVERTED FEELING! Ah! <laughs> it's scary, right? But it's, it's like being scared of a baby, because it's a baby function. Now, extroverted feeling is the inferior function in our cognitive stack. And uh, in Personality Hacker, it is the nickname of Harmony, and it is typically referred to having the... Uh, the... the it's, it's like a three-year-old child. It's a baby in the backseat of the car. And it's it's uh, it can but it causes a lot of turmoil because we don't really I don't know a lot of INTPs we don't like three year olds <laughs> we don't like to deal with babies and crying emotions and all of that stuff right so it it stands to reason that we would not appreciate the three year old inside of our cognitive function stack right so extroverted feeling is a really really tricky situation because it's not something that we should be deliberately growing, right? It's not something that's gonna be feeding itself and taking care of itself. In the same way that a 10 year old is going to be maybe having a good idea every once in a while, sometimes it can pour itself a bowl of cereal. Uh, a Three year old's not gonna do any of that, <laughs> you know? So that's the first thing to understand. Second is what extroverted feeling is. Extroverted feeling is nicknamed harmony and it's about The vibe of a room for the most part. It's about managing emotional energy and understanding other people's emotional states. Sort of calibrating to people. People who are extroverted feelers in a space are kind of playing emotional chess with each other in a way. (laughs) And they're trying to understand, um, you know, each other's emotional state and trying to calibrate to one another. And that can show up in INTPs. We kind of feel that. Like, we feel like we need to... Solve problems for people. If we see that someone is having an issue There's a part of us that wants to fix it But especially for people that we care about like our window of care is kind of small for people who are extroverted feeler Dominants, they're more like the more likely to care about Extroverted feeling in people at a larger scale But for INTPs who have it in their inferior function same for ISTPs It's gonna be a smaller window of the amount of people that they care about, smaller bubble, as it were. I find the more that the more stressed out I get, the bigger the bubble gets, and the less elegant it gets. I start talking crap about more people that I don't, that I normally wouldn't even care about. But um, you know, we we care deeply about the people that are closest to us. We really do. We have. You know, we have, even though it's a baby, there are emotions. We have emotions that we deal with and contend with all the time. And most of the time, our emotions, they do feel like they get in the way of our introverted uh, thinking. So it can be a challenge to kind of, we want to kind of keep it at bay. Or really what it is is like, if someone brings us an emotional problem, the best way to get it out of our lives is to solve the problem, right? solve the problem (laughs) and uh, i feel like a cartoon when i do that solve the problem and (laughs) the best way that we solve problems is through our introverted thinking it's not a very elegant way to solve emotional issues most of the time if we're trying to use introverted thinking to solve extroverted feeling to serve introverted thinking Does that make sense? (laughs) So we're trying to solve the problem to get it out of our way, right? And that's not the best way to do it. Introverted thinking helps extroverted feeling because it can't do it itself. And the same thing with extroverted intuition. Usually extroverted intuition is the best way to sort of solve problems. You can, or solve emotional problems. You could bring someone joy and, Bring them something fun. Or take them to somewhere that they would not expect and somewhere new, right? And kind of create an emotional experience for them that's fun and lighthearted, and you can bring them out of that emotional state. Or holding space for their emotions through introverted thinking, and just kind of listening and collecting data. But you're doing it in a sense that you're curious about the other person. You're not trying to solve their problems, or you're not going like, oh. Oh, no, (sighs) Huh Like, it's not like that. It's It's not, you're not trying to be overly empathetic and compassionate, you are being curious. And that is the combination of using introverted thinking and extroverted intuition to be curious, to help someone to take in their emotional state and just ask them questions. And sometimes that helps someone get through it. Most of the time people want to either, they want to commiserate or they want someone to just listen or they want someone to solve their problem. So the first thing that you can do is ask them which one they want. Sometimes someone just wants you to listen. Sometimes someone wants you to just say like, yeah, that really sucks. Like even if it's, even if it doesn't make complete total sense, focus on the thing that does make sense. And you say like, you know what, that does make sense. That And sometimes that validation is kind of enough for someone to give them a little bit of extroverted feeling. You know, you're being there for someone, right? So at its core, the best way to solve for extroverted feeling is to integrate it into your introverted thinking. Be thoughtful, be considerate, be caring for the people that you care about or the people that you have experiences with and what the people we come across, you know, and utilizing curiosity and utilizing that extroverted intuition to create connection. Because that's sort of a byproduct of using extroverted intuition to be playful with people is that it creates connection. And connection is another important aspect of extroverted feeling. It's that seeking of connection uh, between people, an emotional connection, and that's why it's called harmony. It's about making sure that everything is copacetic. We're cool, everything is all right. And I think we feel that from other people without even realizing it. You know, And I think it's important to make sure we're taking, check, taking time to check in with ourselves when we might be experiencing an emotional situation. And you can even, you can even see that I'm stumbling to talk about extroverted feeling because it's something I still haven't had a ton of elegance around understanding itself by itself. I understand it through the lens of TI and NE, but extroverted feeling by itself, when in its worst, it can come out as being incredibly stressed out. I can get insecure. I can be kind of, um, I can be loud and accusatory. I can be a little bit skeptical of someone's intentions. They're trying to ruin me, <laughs> you know? Um, my partner is like, you're, you're looking at other people, you're trying to cheat on me. Well, like, you know, you can get like really emotional about things that don't necessarily make sense, you know, if, you, if you're not integrating it. You know, So think of like a three-year-old child having a tantrum. That's kind of what comes out for an INTP. So I think it's important to make sure that you're not feeling so embarrassed about your emotional state. And it's really good to have someone in your life. For me, it's like my podcast and my partner, she's amazing at holding space for my emotions, but she's an FI user. FI users finding an FI user in your life that can hold space for your emotional state. Ugh, that's amazing to be able to work through that and deduce. Because the most important thing about extroverted feeling is that it is an extroverted process. That means if we need to process emotions and we need to work through ego stuff, we need to work through past things, we need to work through stuff that's bothering us now, someone at work that's causing us difficulty, we need to talk it out. We need to extrovert our emotions. So that means saying what we mean, saying what we're feeling even if it doesn't make sense. So finding a safe space for yourself that's a person, I do it on my podcast sometimes, I do it on here sometimes, and I get comfortable sharing my emotional state. And sometimes through extroverted intuition, I can do that also. My passion comes out, sometimes little emotional things come out when I'm using my extroverted intuition. And sometimes I can get into new scenarios that bring up an emotional thing for me and then I can know how to deal with it because I'm already extroverting. I'm already out into the world and I can more comfortably express myself. You know, think about a comedian that is expressing their sort of deepest, darkest emotional states via comedy. You know, that's a really healthy way to express extroverted feeling, right? So those are just a couple examples. Uh, For the most part, I talk about extroverted feeling and accessing emotions and managing emotions and all of this stuff in my experience with emotions because i had a ton of issues with my past i've been divorced i've had a lot of problems in my life around emotions my father is an esfj so having an extroverted feeling dominant father has both taught me things but it's also been a challenge and i talk about those challenges on the cosmic calibration program so If you go down to bit.ly slash cosmicintp in all lowercase, as we wrap up this series about the cognitive functions, I want you to know that I'm here for you, that I appreciate you, I love that I've been getting so many amazing notes and comments, I've been getting people messaging me on like Instagram and Twitter and Facebook telling me that they appreciate this and I appreciate you guys for doing that, thank you. I wanna help you guys because Extroverted feeling also serves as our inferior beacon. What that means is that it's 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 kind of our ambition because it's our weakness. We sort of use introverted thinking to To have an ambition to help people through our information So for me being able to connect with other INTPs to connect with people one-on-one is It's just amazing. I love it. It, it really brings my life full circle and gives me that extroverted feeling happiness that, like, you just can't get by (laughs) trying to fake it as an INTP. You know, it's the most genuine because I'm helping you guys and I care about other INTPs seeing their potential and growing. So I want to help you connect yourself to yourself and the universe via the Cosmic Calibration program. So it's 15 segments, bit.ly slash cosmicintp, all lowercase of me talking in an audio podcast format. And in between each, you can ask me questions on Voxer. We'll converse back and forth. You can introduce yourself. You can tell me what your issues are and um, what you're working on and what you're excited about. And we can just talk and figure out some issues and let me know what your context is and I'm here for you. So that's the point. If you have no one else in your life, that's a chance for you to connect with me and we can take a few weeks. We can work out some of the issues that you might be having in your life or trying to understand yourself a little bit better so that you can go forth and be the best INTP that can contribute to society as much as possible. I always think about Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein, both were INTPs and some of the most amazing and game-changing people in existence. And I think every INTP has that potential in them, but the world is not always built for us. The world is not always built for our type of thinking. They don't always appreciate that we're trying to create, we're trying to deduce things, we're trying to break down people's beliefs. But it's important for us to find ways to do it in a delicate manner that doesn't sacrifice who we are, that still gets to the point, that still scrutinizes, that still collects all the information that we want, but doing that while accessing joy and doing hard work. It's all incredible and amazing. So Cosmic INTP, sign up and do the thing. So that's, that's it. That's it for this four part little series. I appreciate you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See you guys.